Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tiantian. It is time now for Market View. Right. So a quick recap of how we started the day. Singapore shares pulled into negative territory after US and European stocks both ended lower overnight. So the Straits Times Index was down 0.01% in early trade to 3,385 points. Some 25 million securities transacted then. Let's take a look at those closing numbers. The benchmark STI closed down 0.15% at 3,380 points. In terms of value turnover, we're looking at 1.21 billion Sing dollars. Gainers outnumbered losers 298 versus 235. Top advancers, Hopal, Jardine Cycle and Carriage and UOB and top decliners, UMS, GMH, USD and Ascend Bridge. Now, some notable names seeing developments today, Engineering and Tech Group Bowstead Singapore, making a voluntary, unconditional general cash offer to take its real estate subsidiary private. Lots to watch and helping us break down all that action is Jeremy Tan, CIO of Tiger Brokers Singapore. Hi Jeremy, how are you? Hi Tintin, evening. And great to have you on and Jeremy, let's start with the SGX as usual. How did the STI fare today? What are the key levels to watch? If you look at the STI today, the index ended at about 3,380 and that is down marginally by about 0.15% mm. following the lackluster performance on Wall Street overnight. So we believe that the next level of support that we would like to watch out for uh, in terms of the support level will be at 3,300. And if you will be, will be able to break out above 3,400 resistance, I think it can continue the uptrend. So far, STI have been doing fairly well this year. Year-to-date, up about 4%. The STI currently is trading about 13.1 times PE at about minus one standard deviation against that EPS growth that we can expect, about 5.6% EPS growth and offering about 4.2% dividend yield. I think this is, the SDI is still a very good source of return for investors this year. Jeremy, if we take a look at the biggest movers for today, any standout for you? Any surprises there? In terms of the key uh, detractors today, I think you can see UMS, the uh, original equipment manufacturer of uh, semiconductor products, that's been down about 9% following an analyst downgrade for semiconductor, uh, I think following the slowdown in the overall semiconductor segment. The three banks that we have seen, DBS, UOB, OCBC, they have been rising, uh, continuing that momentum uh, ahead of their strong results that's coming in the coming weeks. They have rose by about 0.1% to 0.66% today. And on the SCI index, one of the key notable movers uh, includes Semcore Industries that rose by about 2.22% today. They are rising from strength to strength as they continue to pivot away from their traditional energy business towards renewables. Mr. Tan, can you uh, tell us what key sectors on the SGX you're paying more attention to in the near term? Yes, without a doubt, this year, I think uh, you can see that with the reopening of China, the tourism and hospitality sector will definitely see a second leg of recovery for Singapore. The likes of airlines, hospitality assets, hotels, and integrated resorts will see their fortunes turn with the recovery post the pandemic. I think international tourism will set to double this year for Singapore as China tourism starts to recover. And just to take note that uh, in 2019, China tourism accounts for 20% of uh, the travellers to Singapore. And with regards to financials, I think Singapore banks will continue to grow strongly. I think despite the slowdown of loan growth this year in 2023, I think we can expect that net interest market 
margins can continue to grow in the excess of 20% with higher net margin that will surpass uh, 2% this year. Mm. And Jeremy, let's take a look at the property sector. You know, what do you think is the outlook for the property sector looking at the performance of S-REITs so far? And also, today we are seeing a privatisation offer from Bow State Singapore. What are the chances of us seeing more consolidation in the sector? The overall property sector in Singapore, I think, will continue to fare well despite rising interest rates because property sector has traditionally been a very good hedge of inflation. Last year, you have seen that residential, uh, private residential prices rising by, by about 8.4%. And that's despite rising mortgage uh, costs and also the cooling measure. I think um, the property prices this year will continue to rise, uh, albeit by a smaller magnitude, uh, on the backdrop of favorable demand and supply backdrop. And with the reopening of China, I think we are also seeing a rising number of inquiries from Chinese individuals that you know want to uh, snap up uh, Singapore properties. I think today we have seen uh, some uh, developers, for instance, like Baustad Singapore, taking. Uh, privatizing Baustep projects uh, and previously we have also seen privatization of uh, another uh, developer, Chiming Singh. So I think many Singapore developers are, are actually trading at uh, a fairly uh, attractive levels, a very sharp uh, discount to NAV. So uh, with the strong balance sheet, steady cash flow, I think we could potentially see more of that uh, privatization from uh, the key controlling shareholders. We're on the line right now with Jeremy Tan, CIO of Tiger Brokers Singapore. Uh, Jeremy, here comes my very Singaporean question. It's been a month since uh, the GST hike. Uh, What's your observation in terms of whether or not that's dampened consumption and consumer sentiment so far? I think so far we haven't seen a very sharp um, you know, deviation in terms of the consumer spending. I think even uh, even so, I think so far we have seen that the Singapore CP- CPI numbers continue to stay very uh, high. Yeah, despite CPI moderating to 6.5%, the core inflation continues to stay by about, uh, at unchanged level, at about 5.1%. So I think uh, going forward, I think there should be more tightening by the Monetary Association of Singapore to tighten uh, the thing dollar even further and control uh, interest rates. Hmm. And Jeremy, all eyes on Singapore's budget on Valentine's Day a week from now. What can we expect? I think drawing references from the budget in 2022, I think there should be more policies that uh, focus on a more progressive budget that will position Singapore towards uh, the future. I think the government will be continue to be very fiscally prudent in uh, driving Singapore's uh, long-term innovation, productivity, green transition, infrastructure, healthcare. And I think uh, some of the uh, amendments that we can expect in terms of tax regime mm. will continue to make Singapore a more progressive one. And I think Singapore will continue to maintain that fiscal position right. to be a very uh, sort of a balanced budget, mm. to maintain that fiscal prudence uh, in light of uh, continuing uh, handouts to seniors, lower income or SME, to tie through the uh, rising costs. Right. And before we let you go, Jeremy, we have to talk about what's going on in the U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said last night that U.S. can avoid a recession because unemployment is at a 53-year low. Is that strong labour report we saw an indication that the Fed can achieve a soft landing? And with Jerome Powell speaking before the Economic Club of Washington later tonight, what can we expect? I think we believe that the probability of U.S. recession in the next 12 months will likely be high, although we think that it will be all recession as the Fed will probably be, probably be able to achieve a soft landing for the economy. 
The strong jobs data that we have seen, I think it's a double-edged sword for the Fed. I think it may continue to indicate that the Fed may need to do more in terms of monetary policy or even hold the middle rate uh, higher for longer. Mm-hmm. So as a result, I think Jerome Powell at uh, you know tonight's uh, speech, I think will continue to guide markets uh, hawkishly down during his speech and guide that uh, the Fed's fight against inflation is not over. I think we believe that uh, the market will continue to want to read between the lines to see where terminal rates will end up to be yeah. and when uh, Fed will also start to pivot monetary policy, whether it's at end of this year or starting uh, in 2024. Mm, all right. Thank you very much, Jeremy. That was Jeremy Tan, CIO Tiger Brokers, Singapore. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.